Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Daf Shavua, Daf Chof Dalid. And we are going to begin from Chav Gimel Amid Beis on the bottom of the Amid. And the Gemara has now Kasha on this Mishnah from a different Mishnah. And it's not clear exactly what the Kasha is, and we're going to see. Uh, it's interesting. An interesting situation arises here in Rashi. So the Gemara says like this: My Shnah Mihadetnan are bought two lines from the bottom. My Shnah Mihadetnan are bought Achim Shnai Mehem Nesun Shtei Achayis. If you have four brothers and two of them of the four brothers are married to two sisters, Umeisa and Nesum and Asachayis, and the two brothers, right? Let's call them Reuven and Shimon, who are married to Rachel and Leah. Reuven and Shimon died, and now the other two brothers, Levi and Yehuda, um, need to be. Miyabim or Chaylitz, these two sisters. So now, that itself what uh, doesn't seem to contradict anything our Mishnah said. Our Mishnah also said that that's the halacha, right? You do Chalitza and Naibim. So Rashi says, there's two Rashis here, um, and they say two different things. So it seems like the Mepharshim explained that one is Rashi and one is Tesefes, like some other Talmud. That wrote this in. So the first first thing Rashi says, he says the question is really from the end of the Mishnah, which we don't even quote. And then the Mishnah says, that in this case, of four brothers and two sisters, even if they're Kadam Vakanas, they marry without Chalitza, uh, they uh, have to be might have to be Migarish. By us, it says that if it's Kadam Vakansu, they don't have to divorce. So that's the Kasha of the Gemara. The second Rashi says, Chaltzis that the Kasha of the Gemara is that He said the Kasha is that, that why didn't the Mishnah give you this option of one doing Chalitza and the other one doing Yibum? Kimas Nisan, like our Mishnah, that they could both be Miyabim as long as the other one, well, the other, her sister, someone did Chalitza, the other set of brothers did Chalitza to the sister. So these are two different Shatim. So the first Shatim Rashi uh, seems to be that the Kash is in the end of the Mishnah, which we don't even say, which is that Kadm Kansu in this case is Yetziu, they cannot stay married. And the second the second Pshat Rashi is that why doesn't the Chalitza of one help for the other one to be able to do Yim? So Yimara says, Hachi Hashta. There's no comparison. Hasam i Lamanda Amar Yezika Yezika. Over there, according to the Manda Amar, that is Yezika, the problem is Zika. What does that mean? The, see, what's different about this case is that both sisters are both Yuvamas. That's what's the, 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 the real difference between this case and our Mishnah. Our Mishnah, one is a Yuvama and one is just a sister. So it's an Achais Ziku Kasai, but we, and we don't know which one is which, but at least they're not both Yuvamas. But over here, both sisters are both Yuvamas. And Rashi explains, therefore, if you hold your age Zika, they both became Asr when they were Naifal And once they become Asr, they stay Asr because of the concept that we have, the principle of Nesra. That once they became, once they were Naifal and you were not allowed to be Miyabim them because they were Achais Ziku Kasai, there was Yej Zika, it was Asr, it's Nesra, and you can never do. Uh, even again, even if you take away the problem by doing chalitza to one of them, you still can't do even to the other. You have to do chalitza. That's why it's, if it's kadam v'kansu, it's yitziu, according to the first chapter Rashi, and that's why we don't give you the option of doing chalitza to one and then even to the other because of nesra. It's because they're both your yavamas in this case. So that's if you hold yezika. Or we could be going according to the mandarma that there's no zika, but it's also the which means you're not allowed to 
marry one of them because you're effectively being mevatl even from the other one uh, through uh, making her now an erva and achaisishtai. So it's also levatl even then. Even after uh, chalitza, that remains halacha, or even if it's kadim vikansu, that remains the halacha because of a knas of some sort. So that's different in any case because these halachas apply, which didn't apply in our case. But But over here, they're in addition to the fact that they're not both in a they're not both yavamis. You also have the fact that there's an element of suffolk that it could be that the one you are marrying is actually your your uh, yavam herself. So it seems like the reason why you have to add this element of suffolk is so that. To explain why we don't make a knas in this case, or we make a gzera in this case. So the reason is, is because here there's also this additional element of suffix that it might be you're just marrying the right woman anyway. So, so the combination of these two facts make it that these are two very different cases, and that's why in this case of the of the two sisters that are both yuvamas, there's no option of being miyabim both, or there's no option of uh, keeping them after you miyabim both, and there's no option of doing chalitza to one of them being miyabim the other one. Now, even if they're both Kehanim, and it turns out that one of them is marrying a Chalutza, because one of these ladies is a Chalutza from the other set of brothers. Yet, if they're Kadmu Bukhansu, they can keep them even though they're Kehanim. My time, a Chalutza Drabanan, because Chalutza is an only Nisar Drabanan, the Safi Chalutza the Gazer if it's a Safi Chazal, we're not Geyser. I don't know, this, I don't think this is the regular concept of Safi Drabanan Lakula. Because I don't believe you would say Safik Rabban Lakula in this case, where one of them is for sure a problem, we just don't know which one is which. Uh, it sounds more like it's a specific halacha here that you say Safik Chalutza Lagazvi Rabbanan. So the says, Chalutza Drabbanan, he, Vahatanya, Chagrusha, and Liala Grusha. Chalutza Minayan, Haruda, the Chalutza is also an Isra like a Grusha, Tamalayan, Meveisha. It sounds like it's a reboot. The Mara says, No, it's a Drabbat Drabbanan, really only Drabbanan. Cross Mathabalmi is just an Asmachtan, and Afanemis. A chalutza is only rabbanan, and a sefik chalutza is therefore mutter. Zok the Mishnah mitzvah begadliyam. The mitzvah is for the oldest brother to do yibum lim kadam akatan zacha. But if a younger brother went and jumped in and did yibum, he is zeicha and he remains married to that lady. Tan rabbanan v'haya bochar mikan she mitzvah begadliyam. So this is a very interesting pasuk. The pasuk seems to be saying something vastly different, and we take this pasuk and we totally translate it to mean uh, almost the opposite of what it seems to be saying. So, um, the Pasik Pashat seems to be saying, is referring to the son that's born after Yibum. That if after you do Yibum, the Bukhar, the firstborn son that you have after doing Yibum, you should name him after the brother that died. That's the Pashat Pashat in the Pasik. Now, the one can say, no, it doesn't mean that at all. No part of this Pasik means what you think. Bahaya Bukhar is not referring to the son, it's referring to the brother doing Yibum. Bahaya Bukhar Mikan Shemitsubaliyam. So Bahaya Bukhar, the oldest brother needs to do Yibum. And who does he do Yibum to? Asher Taylaid, to a woman who could give birth. And it excludes an islandist who can't give birth. So, Hayab Bukhar is talking about the man, Vashatelet is talking about the woman, and Yaakum Hashem Achiv is going back on the man. He will be Yaakum Hashem Achiv, not that the child will get the name, but no, it's referring to the man. Then Lenachla, and he gets all the Nachla, he gets all the inheritance of his brother. So, Mara says, How do you know that this is the right way to read the Pasuk? Maybe you're reading the Pasuk all wrong. 
And that's not what it means. And it means the way you would read it simply, that the child that's born is Loshem, it gets the name, Yosef Karnasi Yosef, Yechanan Karnasi Yechanan. That whatever the dead brother's name was, you call this child that name. So the Gemara says, we know that that can't be the way to read this passage. Because never can Yaakov Hashem Achiv, and it's means nachla they they get their inheritance so here also it means the inheritance not the name so let's continue now that it says is not again can't be referring to his name surviving so what does it mean it means that this we're now we're referring to the dead brother that a uh, dead brother that couldn't have had children anyway, Shmai is Machai anyway, there's no Chiv, no of Yubam on his wife. So instead of all talking about one thing, which is the child that was born, it's actually not talking about the child as who was born at all, it's talking about the brother who survived, it's talking about the wife that survived, and it's, then it's talking about the dead brother. Even though typically we say the uh, Pasuk needs to be learned Kapshutai, here the Gzer Shabbat is what taught us that we will not learn the Pasuk Shabbat at all. It's only the Gzer Shabbat that forced us to do that. You think that without the Gzer Shabbat we could have learned that name means Pashut, that the, 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 it's referring to the son that's getting born, you give him the name of the dead brother. Laman Kamazara Marchwana. Then the you can't read this passage because who's the Tyra talking to? Liyabam, you think the Tyra is talking about to the Yabam himself and telling him, Name this son, your son after your brother, then Yaqam Hashem Khikhmibaila. Then it shouldn't say Hashem Achiv, his brother, it should say your brother, because it's addressing the Yabam. Uh, and if you're going to say, well, we don't do that, Terry doesn't talk that way, it doesn't address the Yavam, it addresses the Klal Yisrael, and, or, or, or more effectively based in it's going to enforce this halacha. And it means Yaakov Hashem Achu, it should uh, be named after his brother. So, then, then, and we're referring to the son, then it's to say, Right, we're talking about the son, we're not talking about the brother, the, the surviving brother. According to this, you're talking about the son. So we should say, the Tibetan, he should get the same name as his father's brother. That's what it should say. So the Gemara said, uh, so, so you see that you can't learn the Pasuk is talking about the son. It doesn't make sense. So, of course, you're going to have to then cut it up the way we did. And even without the Gzair Shabbat. So it says, no, that itself is not a proof. Maybe this is what Rahman is telling the Bezdin, Terah is telling Bezdin. Tell the Yabam that he should name his son after his brother. That's. That's we're kind of addressing based in, but we're not uh, talking about the son when we give the command. Because we're giving the command to the person who would carry out the command, and that would be the Yabam. So to the person who's carrying out the command, we're telling him, name your son after your brother. Okay, so Allah saw Gzer Shava Piktel Gamri. We needed the Gzer Shava to come and, and remove the Pasik from Swashub Shah. Good. Now, now that we've settled how to dash in the Pasik, so Hashid Amr Krabagodl so now that we know the Pasuk is talking about the brother and has to be the oldest brother, so maybe we should say that only a Bukhar can do Yibam and a Pasha, the, the, the younger brother, can never do Yibam. The Rosh says that can't be. The whole case of an by definition is talking about when a younger brother who wasn't around originally wants to be Miyabim, the older, uh, the older brother who, who, who died before he was born, his wife. So you see a younger brother could do Yibam. No, maybe you have to be a Bukhar of some sort. And uh, the 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 is talking about that this uh, the, the 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 younger brother is a Bukhar, it's just his mother's Bukhar, not the father's Bukhar. 
Or says no, that that wouldn't make sense. Hulam as the samer, the yibum and nachlat alachumana. Yibum is always dependent on nachla and nachlam and avulim and aim. So the only relationship that's important here is the father, and the fact that you're a bechart to your mother would not make a difference. So the gemara says, "Ve'ema ki ikam bechart is kaim." It says yibum ki laka bechart leit is kaim. It says yibum. Tomorrow says, okay, you're right, the younger brother could do Yibam, but maybe the younger brother can only do Yibam when there's an older brother around. So even if he doesn't, the younger brother could do it. But if there's no older brother around at all, then there's no, maybe there's no Yibam at all. So the Pasuk says, and Rashi says it's Mashma, there's only two brothers. Beisachem Hem has a mashmois that it's only two brothers, or, or assuming it's even talking about a case when there's only two brothers. And therefore we say, and it's talking about that the older brother is the one that died. And the younger brother does Yibam. Mar says, no, that's not Mochach. Maybe it's talking about the younger brother died. And this older brother that has to do the, the Yibam. Mar says, no, you can't do that because we know that we're talking about a younger brother as well because because the Tari already told us uh, that uh, there's a situation where he can't do it, but otherwise he could do it, which is if he wasn't around when the brother was alive, but otherwise he could do Yubim, so we're back to that. So Yekotan could do Yubim, even if there's no Bukhar. So the Mara says, no, when there's no Bukhar around, when Bukhar is dead, or he's not around, Kadam Katan Zacha. That's when, if the younger brother is Miyam, it works, like our Mishnah says. But Yekabukhar, but if the older brother is still around, Kadam Katan Loizacha. If the younger brother tries, he's not, Zacha and Yubim doesn't work. How do we know that it works even when the Bukhar is present? The two, the brothers yeshiva is compared to one to another, and uh, they both have equal ability to do yibum. Maybe when the Bukhar is there, then you try to the mitzvah to get the Bukhar to do it. But kilaka Bukhar, if there's no Bukhar, but you, you don't look for the older brother. It's either Bukhar, the oldest, or uh, no one, uh, or anyone. But there's no Indian to look for an older brother. But Abayak Shish said, not like that. Mitzvah begodli abim. The mitzvah is the oldest to do. Yibim leiratza. And if he doesn't want to, you go to the next brother. And you go back to the older brother. And you force him to do it. So the Mora says, as you see, that uh, you, you just keep on going down. Sequentially, whichever, whoever is older goes first. So the Mora, Kibachar. The same way the Bukhar has Bukhara is Garim him Avgadal Gidullah Sigarmala. So in other words, what we're trying to say is we make a Mamatina and we say there's nothing special about the fact that someone's a Bukhar. That's not what's gonna make a difference in regarding Yibum. Bukhara is not a thing when it comes to Yibum. So Bahak is just the fact that he's older. So then every brother that's older has this advantage. Still, maybe it's only if the older brother does uh, Yubim is when he gets the Nachla, when it's Hashem Achim. But when a younger brother does Yubim, he does not get Nachla. He is, gets as Yakum Hashem Achim. So it sounds like the Pazik saying, whoever does it, well, as long as there's Yubim, it's Yakum Hashem Achim, and he gets the Nachla. Uh, why does the Torah say Bukhar? Just say Gabal. Why are you saying Bukhar? What's the point of uh, referring to him as Bukhar? The great Usa to take away some of his Chosim. Ma Bukhar in little Baraka of a Muxik, the same way Bukhar does not take Roy like a Muxik. Avhain in little Baraka of a Muxik. Now, Roy can mean two things. Roy means like this. Typically, Roy means uh, that when a, a, a father dies, right? So the children all are Yerish whatever he owned, and absolutely whatever he owned, they're Yarish, which means if he had outstanding outstanding debts that other people owed him money, they get that too, because it's all part of his inheritance. 
A Bukhar, however, is limited to muhsak. He only gets money that the father actually has in possession. Ro'oi, which means, for example, like I just said, a milva, money which he, is, he needs to still collect, that's called ro'oi, it's money he could get, but he doesn't quite have yet. So the being that the father didn't have that money yet at time of death, the Bukhar does not get bishnaim. In that part of the inheritance, everybody divides it up equally. Another case of Rai is any inheritance that the father inherits after the father dies. So if the father, let's say there's a grandfather that's still alive. So once, once the father died first, and then afterwards the grandfather died. So now the grandfather dies, what happens? His money goes essentially to his child, who's dead. But it goes to him, in his caver, so to speak. And then it goes to that dead father's children. So at that point, that money is Rai. The father didn't have it while he was alive. It's only Rai, and in that case... Uh, he doesn't take it to a muhsik, and a Bukhar will, will divide up equally in that money. So over here, when we say that a pasha, that this uh, Bukhar gets this, his brother's nachala, Rashi learns it's referring to one, and Taisa's referring, or others say it's referring to the other. It means that one is, Rashi learns it's referring to a future inheritance from the father, and others learn it's, it's referring to uh, any outstanding debt. Zaktim Mishnah. Hanitin ala shifchav v'nishtachorav. Someone was, uh, they claimed on him that he has been mezana with a uh, shifcha, and then she got free, so now she's actually permitted to be married. Or there was people saying that he was living with a non-Jewish lady, and then she was in Megayar. He should not marry them. But if he does marry them, we don't force him to divorce them, because it's just a Lashon Hara. It's not Vadeh. Uh, either way, I mean, even if they were over, they, you know, they could, he could marry them. Hanit though, if someone was claimed that he lived with an and Bezin forced them to, uh, forced them to get divorced, then he is also to marry that lady because of the Torah says the same way a husband becomes Asr and his wife when she's Mizana, the person she was Mizana with also becomes Asr to live with her. So even if he married her, we're going to force him to divorce her. It sounds like this lady who who was Mizana with a man, she could become a Giyaira, so even though clearly, most likely she was Megayar just for the sake of marrying him. For a mini, a man was Megayar to marry a woman. A woman was Megayar in order to marry a man. Someone was Megayar because he wants to be part of the king's court. To be one of Shlomo's servants, which was a very, very um, prosperous time in Jewish history. And in Gerim, those are all not Gerim, because they're not sincere. People became Gerim because they were scared of lions and they wanted Hashem to protect them. Because they had a dream and they were scared. The Gerim that became Gerim when Mordechai and Esther rose to power. The Pasuk says, um, and again, those are all not game. Actually, Garib is Manazah. Unless they are Megayar in today's day and age, which is Manazah. In other words, in a time like today's day and age where we are persecuted. That means in America do. In other words, not, just not when we are on top of the world, like in Shlema's time. That we don't pass in this way. We pass in the Allah like the person who says, they are all game. So the Yomara says, if they're all Geirim, why do we prevent you from marrying this Gaita? If she is a Geir, so go ahead, get married. 
Mishum Dravasi, Dhamravasi, Hasarman actually parables of Asaim. You should not do things that people will talk about, and this is bringing upon yourself Lashon Hara. If you're going to marry her, people are going to keep on talking about it, so it's better not to marry her. If you did, we don't stop you. We don't take her, make you divorce her. Tanara Bonane Mikam Gerim Mesa Mashiach, Yanam Kabul Gerim, once it comes to Mesa Mashiach, Kirtzabai, like Kiblu Gerim, Levi made double of Ben Shlema, they did not accept Gerim in the days of David or Shlema. Now, this seems to be in contradiction to what we just said, that Dalach is like the person who says, Kulam Gerim him. But if you look in the Rambam, the Rambam explains that there's two things going on here. Like Kiblu means that the Bezin that was in charge of taking Gerim, which is the Bezin Agadl, uh, the, 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 the head Bezdin did not accept Gerim because they were not sincere. But many people became Gerim nonetheless. They got together a Bezdin Shalajaitis and they made themselves Gerim. And then Bezdin said, okay, we're going to treat you like Gerim and we're going to wait, watch and see if you actually are true or sincere or not. And then it turned out that they went off the derech, they went back to their old ways and they said, okay, clearly they were never Megayer and if they stayed from them, they kept them as Gerim. So all it means, like kiblu means that we will not. We're just, that's just that was the practice. They didn't accept them, and they won't accept them. Should they somehow manage to get this guy? It works. So Amr Abelazer Eliezer Mikra, what's the pasuk? Hain Gur Yogur Efesmi. I see the way we're preaching this pasuk to make this drasha is Hain Gur Yogur. If you're Megayer, Efesmi Oisi. It's only during a time when I'm not close to you, when Hashem is not visible, when it's like we're being persecuted. Kiger Itach. Migarita, uh, who will live with you, Eliyach Yipal, those who fell, you know, uh, who, who, who will be with you then. But uh, whoever lived with you now will be with you then. But anybody who was, didn't live with you during the difficult time when I was not clearly with you, then the time of Mashiach will be too late. Hanitan Alishasir, someone who was, uh, they said he was Mazana with a married woman. Amr Rabba Ba'edim. It's only if there are Adim testifying that he was Mazana. So this is a actual actual case, a bona fide case of a boil. So he's also a maker of Midaraisa to marry her. It must be that Rav said this while he was sleeping. Now, Rav Sheshis, when he says a statement like that, he's not being um, negative. Actually, he's he's being trying to be very respectful of Rav, and he's saying that I'm about to disagree with Rav, and I know that I can't possibly disagree with Rav. Rav was so great. You can't disagree with him. He couldn't have possibly made a mistake. So the only answer is that Rav was said this when he was sleeping, and people took it to mean, like, uh, serious, and Rav, even when he was sleeping, he said Tyra. And therefore, it's, it's he said it out of respect of Rav. So anyway, what is this Taina? Titania Nitan al al Yadai, someone that they said he was Mazana with Aishish and they, they forced him to get divorced, and then she married someone else. And after she married someone else, she got divorced from that guy again. At that point, the original Boyal, the original Mazana guy, could marry her. he shouldn't marry her, but if he marries her, we don't force him to divorce. So the says, hey, Chidami, what's the case? Were there Edom that testified he was Mazana on round one? So who cares that she married someone else in between? And that caused that the this, this, the rumblings die down. Who cares? I mean, he's also an attire on this lady, this uh, Bayol. He can't marry her even after that. Must be talking about there aren't any Edom that he was Mazana. So he's not also an attire. The time it does, and the reason why, the only reason why we allow him to stay married is because she married someone in between and there's no more rumblings on. No one's talking about it anymore. But if he would have directly married her, we would force him to divorce. So clearly, Rav is incorrect. The Rav said it's only when there are Adam we force him to divorce. No, even without Adam we force him to divorce. 
It's true, even if there would have not been a person in the middle that got married to her, it would be the same halacha that we would allow him to stay married. We would not force him to divorce, because there's no Edom here. It's only when there are Edom we take and make him divorce. And if there's no Edom, we don't force him to divorce. So why is the Brisa mentioning something about an Achar? that even when there's someone else that got married in between to this lady, and because of that, no one's talking about it anymore, still, we still don't allow him to get married. And, uh, but yeah, but if he keeps her, he can keep her. This is only when she doesn't have any children from her husband. But if he has children from her husband, let's say, say, I'm sorry, the, the boil. If she didn't have children from the, the second guy, the, the Mizana, but if she has children from the Mizana already after marrying him, Letetze, we don't force him to divorce her. But if we have testimony that he was Mizana with her, then I feel Yeshua Kalabon, even if he has many children, we force him to divorce her. So Rav Mikey Lahama, so, so it's Mephorish that without Adim, uh, if there's no children, you would force to divorce. And that's not like Rab. Rab said only when there's Adam you force to divorce. And here it's clear that without children, you would force to divorce. So Rab, Michael, I'm assisting me. Yeshla Bonham. Rab says, no, no, no. Our Mishnah must be talking about the Arbonim. And that's why Yeshla Adam is only when you have Adam you force to divorce. But without Adam, you don't force to divorce because she has children. So Rab says, then, then my duch get the Rab. Like, you must need Why does Rab stand on his head, so to speak, to say that the Mishnah is talking about you have children, and therefore only if you have Adam you forced to divorce? With time of decade, Adam of Kinan is only because there are Adam you forced to divorce. Be like Adam, Lame of Kinan, and without Adam you wouldn't force to divorce. Like when Bishayla Bonham, we're just as easily say we're talking about she doesn't have children, then in an Apple like Adam. And even without Adam, you would, uh, you would force to divorce. So the Gemara answers, Amarav Matsisikashita. He had a problem with the Mishnah. What's the problem? We're talking about now when she's married to the original husband and we force her to div- get divorced from her original husband, not the Bayo. We're talking about back to the original husband. Last night, why doesn't it just say that he divorced her because of the people talking about her? It means that Beisden forced the husband to divorce his wife. And that's certain. As far as a, a, a married man to make a husband divorce his wife, you can only do that if you have Adam. You'll, you won't do that based on rumbling alone, according to any tzad. So therefore, he knew that the mission is talking about there's Adam. So if the mission is talking about there's Adam, it sounds like it's only with Adam you force the boil now, going to the boil, force him to divorce. The answer is that she has children. So that's why... It's only when he has Adam you force him to divorce otherwise not, but if she doesn't have children, even without children, even without Adam, I'm sorry, you would make the boil divorce his wife. Okay, we'll stop here. Have a wonderful night.